honored to have you on. And, and what the Real Deal podcast is all about, Steve, is having real people in their, you know, niches come on and, and just have, you know, conversation about whatever we want. Uh, for example, we've had a moving company, a mover, you know, on talking about the real deal of moving, how much everyone hates that. We've had a roofer on. I'm in the real estate game, so it's all a lot around real estate. But what I do for my team is I'm always looking to encourage personal and business development. And right now we're reading Blue Fishing as a team and trying to take the gold nuggets out. So I appreciate you putting this together. Thank you. Honored. And um, amazed. Yeah, I mean, one, I mean, you don't drown from falling in water. You drown from staying there. Um, that's how we kicked it off our last team meeting and how, you know, especially in 2020, it's very easy to just say, hey, it's been a rough year. I'm going to just stay here. And, and this is where everyone's dwelling in that negativity and the toxicity. So um, oh, yeah. we got to pull each other out one by one. Absolutely. So what do you want to chat about today? Whatever benefits your, your listeners. Um, I'm not a pitch fest. I'm not here to sell you a 12.99 10-step course. You know, I don't have any of that shit. Um, <laughs> the way I look at it, I've, I've grown my following by trying to provide help, maybe get you uncomfortable, uh, disrupt your head a little bit. And then those people that it resonates and it relates to, they can come and get involved with me in whatever bit they wanted, whether it be the book, whether it wants to be my inner circle Sims distillery or whether or not they just want to follow me on Instagram. There's, there's no, there's no funnel. I give, if it resonates, I get back. Yeah, no. And, and that's how we operate too. I mean, we're really on the same level there. Um, we're very about being human. You know, our team is all about just be human with another human Stop, stop trying to sell shit. Just try to connect with people. And oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Especially in the real estate business, you know, everyone feels like it's, we're in a big bubble right now in Arizona. Now you were just out here uh, not too yeah. long ago. You were in Scottsdale for one of your speakeasies. Yeah, we were supposed to host it in um, San Diego, but of course, California still got its head up his ass um, and we couldn't do it. So in a, uh, a four, five-week period, we had to um, – I gave everyone the chance, should we do it in uh, Arizona? We had some people say yes, and within a five-week period, did a full sellout and um, held it in um, a Tuscan mansion in Scottsdale. Oh, it sounds beautiful. I saw a couple pictures on that on LinkedIn, and, and when you come back out to Arizona, I'd love to partake and be a, and be a part of it. I'm just saying right now, we're 2021. We're the age of technology. A lot of people feel like they don't need a real estate agent anymore. They can just do it all on their app. You know, there has to be an app for that. Who's paying a real estate agent anyway, right? So what are, what are some ways that we can be better and do better for the general public? All right. Okay. So the internet and apps have allowed a lot of people to get stupider. So there's nothing worse than thinking you know your shit, going on there and Googling it and becoming even dumber with all the information that makes no sense to you. So uh, the internet's really good at making idiots. 
What you've got to demonstrate is a couple of things. The first thing is your stance, your position. You're not selling a property. You're solving a problem, okay? If I sell you something, like let's say for argument's sake, I say, uh, uh, actually, yeah, did, did you like my book? In, in fact, let's have a conversation now. Did sure. you like my book? I, I did. I'm not all the way through with it yet, but I so far it is great. Yes. All right, okay. Has it really helped you? It has. Has it inspired you to do things differently? It has. Do you think it's going to help your business? Yes. Are you feeling uncomfortable with me asking you loads of questions that you say yes to? No. You will do. If I keep asking you questions that respond with affirmation of how good I am, you're going to get to a point where you go, where's this going? Where's the funnel going? Where's he trying to lead me down to? Is he going to try and sell me a 12-step program at the end of all of this? You're going to get concerned, okay? But when you wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and you've got a headache and you run into the bathroom and you grab your headache tablets, do you give a shit about the branding of the bottle or do you just care that it solves the problem? Just get this headache fucking gone. Bingo. You see, there's a difference between um, uh, aspirational marketing and solution-based marketing. Now, in the, in the past and in the real estate industry, you know this, you'll go, hey, you want to move to this street because that's where all the movers and shakers move to. Hey, when you've made it, you need this address. You know, we've all done the aspirational. Buy this car. You know, Mercedes, BMW, Hermes, Cartier, you know, Armani, Boss, they all are aspirational brands. When you've got this on your wrist, that's because you've made it. That's aspirational marketing. That's why when you buy a Cartier ring, it comes in a pretty box, comes in a pretty bow, comes in a pretty bag, comes with a certificate of authenticity, all of those things, okay? You could go to the diamond market in New York and probably get a better ring for half the price and two times the carrots, okay? But you're not buying a diamond ring, are you? No, you're buying Cartier. You're buying the aspirational. Now, when you go solution-based marketing, tires, car servicing, your gardening, you need something done. You don't care about all the other branding. So how do you base something on there? Three things. There are three reasons why people buy from you. Reputation, Credibility, which leads to branding. Now, branding is at the end because I'm going to say to you, any of you out there trying to build a brand, stop it. And let's focus on brand. Let's understand. Let's kick another myth in the ass. You can't brand yourself. You can allow your message to be impossible to misunderstand allowing for people to come to the same conclusion as you want them to have. But branding, listen to this, everyone out there, branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. But let me ask you this question. Okay. Apple, Mercedes, Nike, Chevrolet, Levi jeans, and any other major brand are you going to tell me that what they promote is different on LinkedIn than it is on Facebook? No. Why? 
because Nike, Apple, on all of those brands, they try to remove the big C, and they've done it very well. They remove the big C. Now, in life, if I said to you, the big C, you know it as cancer. We all know the big C of life is that horrible word, cancer. Do you know what the big C in business is? Corporate. Confusion. Oh, confusion. Okay. No company does business with anybody in the planet when the recipient is confused. So let me get this right. You go on LinkedIn. Your bio says blah, 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 blah. Your picture is you with a suit on, leaning up against a car you don't own, trying to look all mean and moody. And then you get over to Facebook, and there you are in your Bermuda shorts, going like girls gone wild. Okay? (laughs) The bottom line of it is, confusion is the death of any business. No client will ever do business with you all the time they are confused. Major companies are exactly the same on LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you think this leader that you're talking about is accurate, okay, then ask yourself why that doesn't apply to Nike and stuff like that. If you sent out a memo in the next 10 minutes going, hey, tomorrow morning we're having a team meeting at 9 o'clock in the morning, watch the 6 o'clock news tonight, we're going to chat about it at 9 o'clock in the morning. You'd expect everyone to watch the six o'clock news, correct? I would expect it 100%. Because you've asked them to do it. Come nine o'clock, you're going to hear the news based on what Biden's up to, what the local football scores are, what the weather is. There was a car chase going on. Some celebrity got divorced. Every single person is going to see the same news that you saw, correct? Yes, would they have all watched it on exactly the same news station? They don't need to. Bingo! Actually, you're a smart man. The bottom line of it is the news exact is exactly the same. The news stations are different points of consumption. If you watch it on CNN, CNBC, ABC, KTLA, ABC, it doesn't matter. It's the same news. Social platforms are exactly the same. They're platforms of consumption. All right, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you now. I'm going to stop you now because there is talks of other authority people, don't need to mention who they are in the world, that specifically say, hey, what you do on Facebook, gear it towards this way because that's the consumer or LinkedIn or Instagram. So we're going against that grain, which is fine because that's where things are really created and where opportunity is, but I just want to make sure I'm hearing it right and everyone else listening in, going against that authority mindset of that person is what you're saying. All right, Asher. Well, I'm, I'm, very, uh, I'm very uncomfortable about going against the grain, and I'm very uncomfortable about speaking my, my, my truth and what I really feel. So I'm going to call out absolute bullshit on the group that you're referring to, and I will declare it by point of fact. And Asher, if you think I'm wrong, call me out on it. But you have to start somewhere. So how would you, how would Steve Sims, if you had a real estate license, how would you begin your real estate career? Beautiful question. So let's nail this. 
For a start, I would get rid of all the shit that confuses anyone. And this is what I suggest you do. You open up, and only do this on a desktop. Don't do it in a phone because it doesn't work. Open up a desktop and open up all of your social feeds, okay? And open up your trophy chest, your website. And look at the bio. Is the bio the exact same? If you are a horse fanatic, a scuba diver, chef, and realtor, then that's what you lead with on every single one of your bios. Okay? And you make sure the bio's the same. You make sure that even if you want to change the pictures, that's so similar, it's obviously you. That's, that's the first thing. Clean up the ability for anyone to be confused in who you are. Then what you do is everything, and this is going to upset a lot of people, everything you post in Facebook, post in Twitter, post in LinkedIn, post in all the other social platforms. The exact same. And this is what I do. I wake up in the morning. I pour my coffee, whatever I'm going to post on Instagram. I go copy, paste, 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 paste. I've done that before my coffee's brewed. I paste across all across. So when people go, oh, now here's the daft thing. What you post in LinkedIn, you may get crickets. You may get two people like it. You may get one person comment. In Facebook, it could blow up. Now, here's the dumb thing. The following day, you'll do the exact same thing. It'll blow up in LinkedIn, but it won't blow up in Facebook. We don't know the way the tide's turning. So cover your bases. Don't try to invent something for LinkedIn. Don't go, well, they're smarter on LinkedIn than they are on Facebook. Don't be an idiot. Copy, paste, copy, paste. Keep it easy for yourself, okay? What's the best social platform out there? the one that's generating you the most clients. And you'll be surprised on a month-to-month basis, that can change, okay? So do that copy thing. Then, and this is where it gets interesting, start solving people's problems. People love seeing this by video. So this is where this little bad boy comes out. You point it at yourself and you do a selfie video Going, hey, if you're looking for a property, what area? Asher, give me an area. Desert Ridge. Desert Ridge. All right. Hey, if you're looking for a property in Desert Ridge, these are the three things that you should look at. Neighborhood, the best schools, and convenience. You know? And how do you pick those? And give people solutions. Now, Now what you're thinking is, why should I give the farm away for free? You're not. You're establishing your area of knowledge, okay? Now, let me ask you this. Would you rather do it yourself or would you prefer to get someone that knows the answers? You see, today, we're lazy as shit. We love to outsource our problems. We don't want to know how to repair the engine. We want to know who's going to repair it. We don't want to know how to bake this cake. I want to know who's going to bake it that I can buy it from. I don't know how to find the best property in Desert Ridge. I want to know who's going to save me the time. Today, we want a who, not a how. How do we find the who? We find the person with the most credibility. What's credibility? It's knowledge. People love things in threes and fives. So what I want you to do is the best way to select property in Desert Ridge. When you found a property, 
what are the first three questions you should ask yourself? You know, when you want to sell your property, what's the, what's the three things that get properties moving faster than anything else? Curb appeal, fresh pot of coffee, cookies, whatever it is, okay? Start giving people the answers and demonstrating you, that you are the knowledgeable source. Now, here's the beautiful thing. Don't get hung up on the fact. I would start doing that now if I had just started in the industry, okay? Hey, I've been in the uh, coaching business for 25 years, but I've always loved real estate. And finally, the reason I got into real estate, and this is important, was because I was aggravated how badly so many people were doing it. I felt I needed to do it the right way. Solving so the problem. Solving yeah. the problem. I sold, I, I moved away from a very successful industry to solve your problem. That shows commitment. Hey, I've, I've been in the industry for two minutes. But if I suddenly started doing that in your neighborhood, Asher, wouldn't you be a little bit kind of concerned that there's a guy calling it out and just going, hey, the way everyone else is doing it has aggravated me. That's why I felt I needed to throw my hat in the ring and do it the way it should be done. Yeah. It's a disturbance for sure. This is, I have, I have a Facebook group called An Entrepreneur's Advantage with Steve Sims. It's free, so I'm not making any money. So there you go. That's all my pitching out of the way. But we openly call ourselves creative disruptors. You think about it. If Elon Musk had not get pissed off, had not got pissed off with the way we had to wire money to each other, PayPal would never have been born. Okay. The greatest inventions in the planet have come from people, first off, getting pissed off. Aggravation. That is, that is, that is so true. That is so true. That it, it resonates because I'm going now over 10 years back thinking of why people even wanted to start working with me. And they just said, because you answered your phone. And I thought to myself, what do you mean? Like that does, Right. What do you mean? I answered the phone because no other agent was doing it. Right. So we pride ourselves on educating them on the process to make sure that they understand what's going on. And that was our aha moment right there. It yep. wasn't having all the listings. It wasn't having the most sales in the community. It was just making sure that they understood what was happening because that's what was lacking. So you're, you're hitting right on it. That is great. Good. And I'm, I'm hoping this is helping people out there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it will. So is there another book in the, in the works or what, what's next for Steve Sims right now? What, what's something that you're allowed to share with us that uh, you're working on? So it ain't going to be ready for probably about, you know, six to nine months, but I am working on another book called go for stupid. Um, too many people are held back by their own limitations. And I want, I want you to go for things and goals that are so ridiculous. People want to laugh at you. You know, that's, that's where the magic is. Don't go for what's achievable. Well, how, how was that exciting? Go for something so ridiculously stupid that you have people kind of snickering in the corner until they're gasp and they're like, how the hell did he pull that off? So I'm writing a book now on how you can actually change, change your mindset on that, giving examples how I've done it along the way. Again, I want people to look at me and go, well, hang on a minute. Here's a bricklayer from London that can do this. I'm already out of excuses, you know, and then that's what I want, want people to see. So I'm working on that. 
I'm building up my community and my Sims distillery and my networks because quite simply, and you've already brought it up, I'm 55 years old. I live up in the hills very well in Los Angeles. I'm pissed off. I'm annoyed at how so many people limit themselves. They've lost the ability to communicate. They've lost the ability to use this thing to phone people. You know, how many times do we use this to surf the web versus phone someone? It's ridiculous. I heard some girl the other day actually going on about this new phenomenon, Clubhouse. Yep. And she, she said she did a video on this. And I don't know how old she was, you know, 19, 20 years, something like that. And she turned around and she said, oh, I love Clubhouse. All I have to do is pick this up and enter in. And I can, with pushing a button, I can talk to people. <laughs> and I thought to myself, that's a phone, you silly bitch. That's what yeah. it's always been there for. And now you're amazed you can do it because there's an app that you can talk to people. It's ridiculous how people are using the phone to not phone. And have you ever noticed how people, when they get phone calls now, it's almost like an interruption. You know, it, it, it's annoying. So what I've started doing is I text people and I go, Andrew, I've got something really cool that I want to talk to you about. It's going to help you. I'm going to give you a call in a few minutes. Is that okay? And I pre-warn them. Now, are they upset that I'm going to call them? Or do they have excitement and anticipation? And I, I do exactly what you do. I try to use my phone. I try to wear out my phone. I try to phone. People will email me and they go, oh, Steve, I've got something on this. And I go, don't. Anshar, I've got your email. What's your problem? And I'll start talking. And do you know the amount of people that are amazed that you actually phone someone to answer that problem? I would suggest if you really want to stand out as in the real estate industry, for start, stand out by exposing how much you care. When someone emails you, respond with a phone call and just go, hey, Jack, I got your email. I just wanted to go through it a little bit more so I could understand it. You mentioned this, this, it. Can you can I elaborate a little bit more on that? Enable me to do the best I possibly can to help you? Yeah, no, that, that empathy and humanization is huge right now. And I think that's the one thing that we've noticed coming out of 2020 Actually, why we did better in 2020 was because we weren't selling. And number two, we were just connecting with them and seeing how they were doing. We weren't yep. trying to sell them anything. We want to connect with all of our clients. Just how are you doing? Do you need anything? Versus, hey, do you see the markets going up? You want to sell? None of that bullshit. It was just connecting with them and, and making it more of a human factor and dropping things off at their house, whatever it was that we can do. Um, all really good yeah, there points. Were too, there were too many people. COVID came along and there were, there were two types of people. There were the people that went, oh, crap, woe is me, the end of the world. What could I binge on Netflix? And then there were the other people that go, well, great, okay. How can I opportunitize this situation? How can I make this work for me? How can I benefit from this? Two types of mindset. And what's going to happen is when the green light comes on and we all get to run through the tulips, those people that have had the right mindset in the worst time ever are going to conquer. 
Yeah. We're not going to fit in. We were not born to fit in. Okay. We haven't fit in during COVID. We've developed strength and power that we didn't know we had. We've now become more powerful. We're freaking superhuman. Oh, yeah. So when those people go, oh, yeah, I'm going to get into the real estate market. Good for you, sonny boy. I'm here to dominate it. You know, you should have got into it when you had the chance. So I would, any of those people out there that are watching this, that have stood up and played the game when no one knew the rule book during COVID, but we were going to play regardless, pat yourself on the back, be proud, hold your chin up, because when it gets green again, you're already going to hit the first curve before anyone else does. Beautifully said, 100%. One more thing, Steve. Who is it that you, you know, look up to or who you associate with um, kind of in your inner circle or who you read from or listen to? Who's kind of your cheerleader, if you will, when you need it and it wow. just time? I don't have one. I have a room. Um, before I learned this fancy quip of you are the five people you, you, you hang around with, I remember as a young lad in London riding around on my bike, I remember that I was in a bar and I was a broadcast biker. And I looked around the rest of the bar and realized everyone else was a broadcast biker. We couldn't fix our bikes. We couldn't afford any more than two or three beers. And we were broke. And I remember then thinking, I'm in the wrong room. You know, I need to change. And this was before we had social platforms. I just knew that I was in the wrong room. And I used to go to bars and only now, because the bar was a high-end bar and the beers were more expensive, I could now only afford one beer. But I changed the room that I was in to change the mindset I adopted. I do that now. The entrepreneur's advantage in Sims, Sims Distillery is there for as much my growth as it is someone else's, okay? Because I want to be able to challenge the way I think. I want to listen to everyone else. I want to go, hey, I'm looking at doing this. Would you do it differently? And you'll be amazed that someone in a completely different industry can go, well, Steve, why are you doing it that? Have you not thought of doing this? And I'll be like, no, I hadn't, but thank you very much. So I look to be in the right rooms by getting as many powerful, successful, opportunist, creative disruptors as I can possibly associate myself with. I'm very fortunate to be able to phone up Elton John and Jay Abraham, but trust me, I've got information from this new level realtor or this you know, head of a Fortune 500 company or this sales associate from a department store that have just been able to see things differently because maybe I was too close to the picture to see the full to see the full picture and they've been able to have that 30,000 foot view to go well hang on a minute why are you going there when there's a clearer path over here so i surround myself with as many people and i listen to as many creative disruptors as i can it was great having you on steve i love listening to this maybe in the future we could do it again when the new book comes out or whenever you want but this was dynamic it was informative but it was also uplifting and, and really, I want to just thank you very much for being on. And if there's anything in the Arizona market, I know you already were here and you already met a lot of people. But if you need anything from Arizona, please feel free to reach out. We'd love to help you in any way we can. Perfect. Thanks for having me. All right, Steve. Thanks again. Thank you again for listening to The Real Deal. If you have any other questions or would like to hear The Real Deal on a specific topic, 
please feel free to write in or contact us. Have a great day.